Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. What are you specifically praying for today? I mean, what's on your list right now? What is the thing that you are just crying out to God for? Don't give up on it. We've been looking at the example of this praying woman, Hannah, this week. And uh, she has a son, and she names him Samuel. Do you know what Samuel's name actually means? The name Samuel means, ask of God. What is your Samuel? What is the thing you've asked of God? The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel chapter number 1 and verse number 12 that she continued praying before the Lord. I love this. Everything that Samuel is going to be used of God to do, everything that will grow out of this is built on the foundation of prayer. And I want to remind you today that every good thing in life must be built on the foundation of prayer. Let's let Hannah speak for just a moment. And she testifies to the, to the priest, Eli. And she said, Out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. Do you know what Hannah did? She took her complaint and she took it to the only person who could do anything about it, and that was God. She turned her complaint to prayer. That's what the psalmist David did too. He said, I made my complaint unto the Lord. Our tendency is we complain to ourselves or we complain to each other. But it's okay to take your complaint and send it heavenward. That's what prayer is. And that's exactly what Hannah does. We come to the end of the story today. And the Bible says in verse 17, Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. And listen to verse 18. And she said, let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. Now I want you to get this. She still has not had the baby. As a matter of fact, at this moment, she's not even expecting the baby, and yet she is expecting the baby because her expectation is rooted in God. Her expectation is from the Lord. Watch this, please. Her circumstances had not changed. And yet, her spirit has. Now, where she had grief and complaint, the Bible says, and I love these three words, she is no more sad. There's no child yet, yet she has victory. You see, there's a moment in prayer when you know God has heard this prayer and God is going to answer this prayer. And so I'm just going to, with joy, keep on praying because I believe the answer is on the way. Dear friend, don't be troubled today. Bring your burden to the Lord. Bring it into the presence of a holy God. And then when you finish, leave it there. Get up off your knees and leave His presence, not sad, but rejoicing that you've got a God who loves you so much, He just heard your prayer, and who knows what's best for you and is at work not against you today, but for you to bring to pass His perfect will in your life. I think one of the great keys to Hannah's prayer in 1 Samuel 1 is that she finally came to the place of surrender. She finally says to God, All right, Lord, if you'll give me a son, I'll give him back to you. And then at the end of the story, she says, Let thine handmaid, thy servant girl, find grace in thy sight. 
In other words, she's come to a place of total surrender. Could it be sometimes that we've not received the answer to prayer because we're holding on to what we want? I would remind you that prayer is not getting your will done. Prayer is finding God's will and getting God's will done. It's not convincing the Lord. You don't have to do that. No, what you have to do is find out what God wants, surrender yourself to His time and His way, put yourself at His disposal, and then rest in the fact that God is going to hear and answer that prayer of faith and surrender. George Mueller was known for his prayer life. So many famous stories about him praying and getting answers to prayer. But one of the things that many people do not know about George Mueller is that soon after he was converted, he started praying for five of his lost friends. Five boys that had grown up with him, that he loved, that he wanted to see saved, brought to faith in Christ. He had their names on his prayer list and he prayed for them diligently. After 18 months, the first one was saved. That's great. After five years, the second one was saved. After six years, the third one was saved. So far, so good. And yet, as Mr. Mueller grew old, the last two of his friends had not yet come to faith in Christ. And he wrote about these two friends one day in his journal. And here's what he wrote, and I quote, "...praying day by day for nearly 36 years for the conversion of these individuals, and yet they remain unconverted." And then Mr. Mueller wrote these words, "...but I hope in God, I pray on and look for the answer. They are not converted yet, but they will be." What is that? That's faith. That's praying in faith. In 1897, after 52 years of daily prayer and after George Mueller died, the last two of his friends came to saving faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, you may not see the answer today. You may not see the answer this week. You may not even see the answer in your lifetime. But if you'll keep on praying, you may see that answer at the nail-pierced feet of Jesus Christ. You may meet that answer in heaven someday. Imagine all the glorious surprises that await praying people at the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. This man prayed for 36 years for the conversion of two men May I ask you, how long have you been praying? And are you praying still full of faith and full of hope? Listen to his words, I hope in God. I pray on and look for the answer. This is my challenge to you today. Hope in God. Pray on. Look for the answer. That's exactly what Hannah did. It's exactly what George Mueller did. It's exactly what all praying people have had to learn to do. And if by God's grace we're going to see God's best, then we're going to have to keep on praying. Keep on praying till the light breaks through. The Lord will answer. He'll answer you. I hope today that though you may have a burden, you can bring that burden into the presence of God. And when you leave that season of prayer today, it will not be to carry your burden. It will be to leave your burden with the Lord and to go away in the words of Scripture and the example of Hannah, no more sad. Because today you're rejoicing and you're believing that the God who said pray without ceasing did not do it just so we would have something to do. He did it because without ceasing, He's listening to our prayer. May God help you today to keep on praying. Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? 
you'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey.